Hey, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, tonight, we are going to have a little Thanksgiving special. Yes, we're going to talk about the 2024 election and why black people all across this country, not all of them, but some of them are affecting the Democratic Party and what's the biggest reason we're gonna dive right all into it on the one and only inner visions of Sun Ra Ricks the second yeah this is going to be fun it's gonna be fantastic it's gonna be a learning experience um, so let's get it Hey, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Hey guys, right quick, I wanted to play this video of one of um, Obama's former staffer being charged with a hate crime and alleged harassment of a food cart worker who is Islam, who is a Muslim. So I want you to listen to this and I'm going to give you my thoughts and then we're going to go to the main topic. including aggravated harassment and a hate crime. Mohammed Hussein recorded Seldowitz several times on different days outside his halal food cart and says he made anti-Islamic statements. But you're a terrorist. You support terrorism. Seldowitz had been a career State Department official and also worked for the Obama administration as acting director for South Asia at the National Security Council. Seldowitz told the New York Times the videos don't tell the whole story, claiming Hussein told him he supported Hamas, which Hussein denies. Since the Israel-Hamas war began on October 7th, reports of anti-Semitic and anti-Muslim incidents have risen rapidly. People feel justified in taking out their anger against the populations that they perceive as their enemies. Heidi Byrick is a co-founder of the Global Project Against Hate and Extremism. Do you think this trend of hate crimes will continue? I don't think that this is going to stop until the situation in the Middle East changes in some way. Tonight, a show of unity for Hussein. Neighbors gathered at his cart, and he sat down with them for a Thanksgiving meal. And speaking through a translator, Hussein said he's thankful for the support the community has shown. What do you think of the support that you've seen here? Uh, he's feeling much better than before. Seldowitz has not responded to multiple requests by CBS News for comment, but the lobbying firm he was associated with announced it's cut ties with him, saying his actions are beneath the dignity we practice at our firm. Nancy? Roxana Saberi in New York, thank you so much. There's one simple vision. All right. As they say, over 300 and... 16% of anti-Semitism has risen by 316%. Over 216% of uh, Islamophobia has increased since the war. And in all actuality, some people who are really into the mainstream news is going to put their hearts and minds into the situation. But many people, to be quite honest, many people, especially in urban areas, I can't speak for everybody, in rural America and 
in parts of America who is desperate to make money, to earn money, their focus isn't really on that situation. Their focus is, okay, how am, how am I going to survive the next day? How am I going to be able to pay the rent? How am I going to be able to pay for the mortgage? You see, and this is what is going to lead to the topic, the 2024 election. Now, you remember way back when we're in, you know, the days of Bill Clinton, the days of Barack Obama. And even in his first term, Joe Biden, Jimmy Carter, to name a few, black people has shown massive support to the Democratic Party by an average of 92%. 92%, that is a lot until now you see real people real people who has done a little investigation the real people who has done a little studying on Joe Biden would realize that he has a horrible horrible history of racism when he was a senator He had a horrible history as far as job development in Delaware. Racial tensions risen when he was a senator. There are people who have came to me, talked to me about his times as a senator. Delaware was in an uproar. You know, people want to focus on, okay, the busing, yeah, I get it. The Anita Hill situation, yeah, he was horrible. But nobody's talking about his performance as a senator, which was really, 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 really became an all-time worse. All right. Delaware was a place that nobody didn't want to be in. All right. Now, y'all remember before Barack Obama became president and before he um, before he blew out Alan Keyes for that senator position. He was, and I quote, annihilated in a congressional race against a man who was a former, former member of the Black Panther Party. Obama got blew out. Okay. He didn't do too well. But a lot of people have threw that under the rug. Bobby Rush, yeah, that was his name. You know, special shout out to Bobby Rush. People in the community respected Bobby Rush. Even though Obama was unknown, some people were kind of turned off when Obama debated. Bobby Rush. All right. Just like Joe Biden showed his true colors back in 1972 when he was being out debated and embarrassed by the one and only Thomas Sowell when it came to education for the black community. Y'all remember that? Don't you? 
but um, I wanted to show you or play a clip of the Philip Scott podcast. Yes, one of my favorite podcasts that I listen to besides Bannon's War Room and the Don Nicoleone show. Yes, I wanted to play y'all a clip. This is going to be something very interesting. So I wanted to go ahead and show it to you. Hold on one second, everybody. Because I am about to play you this clip on Black America defecting from the Democratic Party. It is a must hear. You guys got to listen because it's going to be pretty good. Okay, I found it. Well, tonight on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, you know, the Democrats once again are concerned about black men coming up in the 2024 election. Understand places like this, the Philip Scott podcast, you will get the pulse of what's happening in black America, not your bully uh, media organizations that feel like they know black folks because they, you know, they don't know black folks because all they're going to do is insult them. When someone's insulting you or intelligence, instead of just presenting information and actually being real with you and understanding where you're coming from because they're part of that particular community and not separated from the community, that's when you know you're in a good place. So The Heal, the mainstream media organization, put out about the advocates are urging political leaders to prioritize black male voters. And let's get into this because I... I we want to know how you're going to prioritize black male voters, okay? So they worry about black male voters uh, to keep them from staying home in election day 2024. Their greatest fear is, from what they're saying now, is not that you're going out and vote for Donald Trump, which some of you may do that, but they're worried that you have checked out the process. Now, why are they worried about that? Have your life been better three years of Joe Biden? That's the question for black men and black people. Has your life been better? Many of you have went to the grocery store to shop for Thanksgiving. There's a report that just came out that 25% price increase has happened on all the Thanksgiving food that a lot of you have bought. I said last night in the podcast, my wife spent $416 on food and all it's like for the holiday, maybe. Special shout out to Mr. Philip. Scott. Now, there are a few issues that I don't agree with him on. But when it comes to the Democratic Party and the black community, I'm with him on this one. You know, all these years, black people have clinged on to the Democratic Party. Hell. Some would cling on, they'll cling on to the Rhino Party. Y'all know who I'm talking about. The days of Nixon, Reagan, the Bush father and son duel. It was hard times in politics, and it still is hard times in politics. All right. Like Philip Scott was saying, there has been an increase 25% or more on food prices. Um, Lately, gas have been going down a little bit, but not too long ago, it was $4 a gallon. Hell, when inflation was at its peak in California, it was like $10 a gallon. All right, 
$8 a gallon. That was that was totally ridiculous. All right, so um yeah, food prices is going up. The rent has doubled, all right? People are forced to go back into the workforce. Um y'all remember Eric Adams was trying to stop the stay at home work thing, you know. Where during the pandemic, so many people were working from home because it was safe. All right. And jobs were closing left and right. But the only way they can keep their jobs, for instance, was stay at home at work. All right. Even bank tellers stay at home and work. I don't have a problem with it. I, I think it's recommended. All right. The pandemic woke a lot of people up. It really did. And now you have Democrats regulating. Like I said before, the 1031 exchange code. That is like the Bible for realtors to make extra money to make a lucrative living all right through commission through the properties that they sell or they flip and sell and make some good profit all right now there is many steps that you have to go through to approve of the sale a lot of paperwork proofreading things of that nature but if you follow the code You'll make a lot of money. But since Biden has been in office, there has been a report a couple of years ago that Biden was going to put some regulations as to how you could approve a sale. All right. Or what percentage is going to be taxed. All right, so the 1031 exchange is being tampered with. All right. But um, we are going to go ahead and continue with this wonderful, wonderful podcast of Mr. Philip Scott. I'm going to play a little bit of it and then give you my take on it. $175 at the most if she spent $416. You have people like Boulay Martin out here that will tell you about all the bills that, that Biden passed, but it don't matter what bill you pass, it's what's happening in your everyday life. I don't care about your infrastructure if my food is high. I don't, I don't care about your roads and bridges if the gas is high, if the rent's high, if the interest rates is high, and, and, and making everything not affordable for the average citizen in this country. We don't care about your bills. The only bills that we care about is the ones that are going to quickly get to the American people and relieve us of some of these issues and problems. Now, check this out. So the Democrat Party is supposed to be the party of regulations. Why haven't they came in with a bill to regulate rent? Why they haven't came in with a bill to regulate these prices? Why are they allowing the, the, the interest rates to be so high? Now, I know why they claim they did it. They say, oh, well... We got too much spending going on, so we got to raise interest rates to slow down spending. So we, so basically, they raise it to make you suffer. That's what they do. They claim to slow you down on spending. Okay, but they so smart about the economy, right? So, so what you end up doing is making inflation worse by raising interest rates. People have a hard time affording an apartment now. People can't even buy a home. Be honest with you, a home now is not something that the average citizen is even attaining. If you're not married, is this the way it's happening now? Let's be honest with you. If you're not married or you're a single person that has a high, you know, dollar job, home ownership may not uh, be something you can even get. And if you, it's just beyond with you. That's not right. Everyone should have the opportunity to get a home. 
But where's the regulations from the Democrat Party? But they don't want to put them in at all. You know what? I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm really glad. Um, Where is the regulation? Why don't the Democratic Party regulate on, you know, people who have student loan debt being rejected from home ownership? I'm not a liberal. Never have and never will be. But even with the massive amount of student loan debt... I think they should have, I think people with a massive student loan debt should have an opportunity to own a home. If they have receipts of them paying back consistently, then yeah, I think they should look into helping them get a home. How I Hell, we all need help paying off something. You see. But I'll tell you why they're not really regulating like that. And why they haven't really stopped the interest rates from growing. They're putting so much money into Israel, the Ukraine, Palestine. The wars. Hunter Biden is under investigation. He's under investigation. Joe Biden and his family is under investigation. As far as their financial ties to the Ukraine and Russia. And there are reports of the proof that shows that while Biden was in office as a vice president, there is receipts that he had plenty trips he used government funding, tax paying dollars to go back and forth to the Ukraine with some investment to meet up with people. So he's using the American taxpaying dollars all over to the Ukrainians. And Zelensky got the nerve to cry about the United States not funding the Ukraine. And this is why so many black people, so many Latinos, hell, so many, so many liberals, white liberals, you have so many of them trying to leave, some to go to support Trump, the others just to boycott the election, there's nothing wrong with it as long as you wake up and see that the Democratic Party is not for you. And the reason why I don't really want to debate it with my family is because I know when I'm around family, I would rather have them find out for themselves than having to be the black sheep of the family and telling you why I support X, Y, and Z. You see... That's right. See, when illegal immigrants in the LGBTQ community has been put first ahead of the, uh, you know, ahead of black families, that's an issue. When you put others agenda ahead of the actual black agenda and you've been neglecting the black agenda for years eventually 
you're going to get tired and eventually you want to try something new. I'll even put it to you like this, the hood. There are a lot of people in the hood that really, really wants Donald Trump back in a bad way. Hell, you have rappers who detest Donald Trump who cannot stand him. All of a sudden, endorsing Trump. Walk a flock of flame. I don't know if this rapper is going to endorse Trump, but YG, the one who um, associates himself with uh, Nipsey Hussle, all of a sudden he realizes and he understands what time it is. An actor, actor Michael Davenport, I'm sorry, forgive me, Rappaport. I'm sorry, brother, if I mention your name. My apologies, brother Davenport. But Michael Rappaport. He's a hardcore liberal. But he says, if I had to choose between dick pick Trump or Biden, dick pick Trump is on the table. People are waking up to what the Biden administration is doing. They look at our military as declined. No disrespect to the good men and women in the Air Force, in the Marines, the Army, and Navy. Much love to all of you. We love our men and women out there. But this isn't a direct shot at the men and women in the armed forces. This is a direct shot at the leadership. The leadership is the reason why I believe our air for, well, no, I'm sorry, our military has declined a little bit and has. But not really because of the men and women. Serving our country. That's right. So the black agenda has been put to the back burner. You'll remember when Ice Cube tried to present the black agenda to the Biden administration. This was before the 2020 election. Or right before it. And the Biden administration has brushed it off. Saying, hey, maybe later. But then Trump said, hey, yeah, we can go ahead and look at it right now. And he and he's even mentioned it in his campaign while he was in um, office about the black. Was it the platinum plan? Even if it had a 5% chance of seceding, Trump at least talked about it, explained to the people about it. All right. But I'm going to continue on with this wonderful podcast by Mr. Phillip. Scott. So let's continue. I said the demographic some say is too often overlooked and their concerns dismissed. They say, and they quote, there's never been a point where black men's issues were put front and center for any political party. It's a in a real way. That's a Mondale Robinson, founder of Black Male Voter Project. He says, hey, too often Robinson said. Okay, they got another infomercial. Shalom. Candidates show up to speak to black men and say when the election is looming but disappear after the ballots are counted. As a result, many black men feel the campaign is nothing more than transactional and say these brothers don't see themselves represented or cared about in the political space. Said Robinson told The Hill. 
He said they don't hear people screaming about what's important to them. He said this is, they say could be a part of why uh, black men vote less often. Now, the Mondale Robinson fella, um, he was recently on, on, on Boulay Martin. And, you know, even though I agree with some things he was saying about, you know, they need to really be speaking to the grassroots a lot more, not to these, you know, bought and paid for people kind of. And, and they kind of took a little issue with him saying that uh, on that platform. But it's like this, you know, you, you go to Boulay Martin, you know, you know what that is. It's Democrat Central, Democrat Shield, Boulay Media, you know that. But a lot of reasons black men just aren't checked in the process. Let's call it what it is. Look at what Democrats run on. They run on immigration. That doesn't benefit black men. Legal or illegal immigration does not benefit black men whatsoever. It harms black men. So that doesn't get black men enthusiastic to vote. What else do Democrats run on? LGBT. LGBT represents about 5% of people in the United States of America. And a lot less than that percentage would be the black community, right? So that doesn't get black men excited to vote. What's the else they run on? They run on abortion. Black men are not excited to go vote behind no abortion. Sorry, we're not. What else do they run on? Social programs. Social programs that black men can't get. So why should black men get up and go vote for y'all when all y'all offering is programs that black men can't even participate in at all. Black men can't get food stamps. Black men can't get welfare. Black men can't get Section 8. That's single mothers and get all that situation, right? Not black men. Democrats believe in sanctuary cities, right? Now, a sanctuary city, li li listen, listen to what a sanctuary city is. A sanctuary city I couldn't be the president because I would lock all y'all up if you play games with me about a sanctuary city. But it says we're not going to arrest you for the federal government. We're going. We're not going to turn you in, point you out for, to the federal government when they want to deport you out of this country. But where's the sanctuary city for black men or even black people? Where is it that you're not going to? So this one group can can violate federal law. But if a black person is violating federal law, they're getting raided. You understand what I'm saying? But you're going to hide people who are breaking federal law. Do you remember during Trump when he was doing the raids? Democrats was telling these people how to subvert our laws in this country. Now, in my opinion, every last one of them should have been arrested on conspiracy they should have been arrested on uh, conspiring against the government, telling criminals how to get around uh, our laws. I mean, anybody else would have been hit with that. Nancy Pelosi and all of them was telling these people that, right? Now, they're pro-immigration, the Democrats. Pro-breaking the law if you are people from somewhere else. The Democrats talk about racism but they talk about it just to stir you up, but they don't do nothing about it. They just want you to come out there and vote for them. And one thing black men have seen time and time and time and time again, we talking about black men or young black kids like Trayvon Martin, Michael Brown. Uh, uh, you see sisters like Rakia Boyd and Corinne Gaines and Charlena Lyles and, you know, George Floyd. And you just name them, uh, Breonna Taylor and, all these different people that just over the years, okay, the Democrats have not done anything, but yet we, they talk about systemic racism. They talk about equity all day, but the Democrats is the one that champion themselves as, the, as the, the party to fight racism. And then when they get into office, nothing happens. Nothing happens to the race soldiers. Nothing happens about qualified immunity. They don't, they don't put no laws on the books to even protect black people. The Democrats got in office, Biden, and what did he do? He went in and they did a bill to protect the Asian community. The biggest, I can't even say it's a slap in the face, the biggest punch in the face that he gave the black community and definitely black men. Because the police, when they do uh, uh, kill people, they kill more black men. They don't do it to the women. They do it, you know, they do it more to the men. 
They jail black men more. 53% of the exonerations in this country is black men. Lock, that means that means that you're locking black men up for some things they didn't even do. When it comes to uh, uh, murder, when it comes to you know violating people, black men are getting exonerated all over the place. They lead in exonerations. Black men losing 20 years, 30 years, 40 years of their life. The Democrats have... Excellent point. Excellent. The Democratic Party has became a party of the anti-black male. All right. The LGBTQ doesn't benefit black men. These uh, social programs doesn't really benefit black men. That's right. These programs do not benefit black men and black men close to 30% or more is shifting towards Trump. Hell, even 20 some percent have decided they're not going to vote at all. There's nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong. Alright. Black men have woken up. Many of them have woken up. Alright. The reason why black women. Will not align themselves with black men. Because of the. Section 8. The Democrats have done a lot for the Asians. They've done a whole lot for the LGBTQ community. They've done a lot for black women. But they did not do anything. They've turned their backs on black men. You see, the Democrats, their plan is to make sure that Section 8 divides like men and women. All right, making sure that the male is not in the house. And y'all know the rest is history. That's right. Gonna play a little bit more of the Philip Scott podcast, which is one of my um, favorite podcast haven't done nothing about it but the democrats parade themselves coming to our churches try to hug our children put their hand on our shoulder oh well you vote for me and i'm gonna help take care of this issue and they do nothing then when you hold a foot to the fire about them doing nothing what do they tell you they gaslight you that's more offensive than anything they gaslight you and say well what do you think the republicans are going to do for you that is even, that's even worse than what you've done when you start bringing up the Republicans. We're talking about you. Black folks' vote has been going to you for over half a century, not the Republican Party. So why are you bringing them up? That, that reminds me like, uh, of like a child, like my little girl. When I tell, I tell her, hey, why did you do this and that and the third? Well, it wasn't just, well, it was, it was my friends too. They did it too. It, I'm not talking about what they did. I'm talking about what you did. They never want to take responsibility for what they've done to the black community. And black men are, are looking at this and saying, nah, man, I'm good, bro. I'm good. Either I'm going to vote for Trump or I'm going to sit it out. That's what a lot of brothers are saying. And it's not even they like Republicans either. That's another gaslighting thing they try to do. Oh, you black men just want to be Republicans. No, they really don't. They, talk, they like some of Trump's policies. Some of them. And, and and if they like Trump's policies, if he don't be in it, they may say, sure, I'll set it out. I'm good. The thing is, the Democrat Party is starting to realize they don't own the black vote. You don't own it. It's not yours. See, every year that the civil rights generation 
you know, life is happening, they go and see Jesus, you got to deal with us. And those votes aren't being replaced. When those people pass away, they're not getting new voters. And that's the problem. They invested all their time into the immigrant community. Yes, I totally enjoy the Philip Scott podcast. Um, I recommend people to check out Philip Scott's podcast on YouTube. Uh, Please check out the African Diaspora, Vicki Dillard, Demetria McKay. Uh, I'm sorry, Demetria K. Yes. A wonderful staff, a wonderful, wonderful group of reporters. Much love to all of them. Much love, much love. All right. So the black agenda has been ignored. When they want to ask for reparations, the Democrats would tiptoe around the issue and wanting to make excuses. Okay, we got to do a study on it. Same thing with the student loan forgiveness. They have the same cavalierish attitude. But when it came time to give out money to the Ukraines, to Israel, to Palestine, hey, the Democrats would pass a resolution in a heartbeat in a heartbeat that's right I also wanted to play a clip of the Roland Martin show yes where he interviews a um he was a leader of Black Lives Matter this former leader of Black Lives Matter, I don't know if he's still there, is um, endorsing Trump. Yes. So I wanted to play a little bit of the interview. And I'm going to tell you how I feel. I'm going to give you my take on it. presidential election. Donald Trump leader polls on the Republican side. Uh, President Joe Biden, of course, uh, on the Democratic side is likely to be a rematch uh, from 2020 when Biden beat Trump. Uh, a uh, co-founder of a Black Lives Matter chapter in Rhode Island says that Donald Trump uh, has done uh, more for black folks than any other president. And actually, uh, he is the choice. Mark Fisher is uh, that individual. Mark joins us right now on the show. Mark, glad to have you here. So first and foremost, when you you made an assessment about uh, this campaign uh, and you basically said nobody is good. That's right. Okay. Explain. Well, I mean, it's self-explanatory. Everybody else sucks, I said, to quote myself. And, um, you know, when you look at who we have sitting in the White House right now, I said he's a deep disappointment. Um, He's let me down. He's let my community down. The whole Democratic Party is a complete disappointment. And um, I think that as an independent, I will endorse Donald Trump as the best candidate that we have. Why is he the best? Well, because he's um, somebody who I would consider a strong man. I consider him somebody who um, would give us respect on the world stage. Um, you say we don't have respect on the world stage? I feel like it's waning. I feel like... It's what? I feel like it's... When, when we have somebody like Joe Biden as the head of state representing us globally, I don't think it's the same as if it's Donald Trump representing us. President Joe Biden was able to pull back the NATO coalition, which Donald Trump actually splintered uh, during his four years. That played a role in terms of uh, what we see happening in uh, with Ukraine uh, and Russia. We have all... Okay, let me clear... Let me uh, go ahead and clarify that NATO situation. And what good is that... 
Mr. Martin. What good is that? All right. It did this country no good. In fact, it hurt America. And it hurt a lot of communities that were in desperate need of jobs, who were in desperate need of programs to elevate, to elevate financially of families, of people who are looking for work. What are you talking about? The administration gives billions and billions of dollars to the Ukraine. Billions and billions and billions of foreign aid to other countries. Hell, and because of it, the American people, especially the black community, has suffered tremendously. All right, you have people in Amazon. People in Amazon, they laid off over 200 people in one plant. 200 people will be without jobs, will be without money for Thanksgiving. Where's the regulation in that, sir? Where? And because of what Biden did in his administration, they don't have the money to eliminate student loan debt. Hell, they don't even have enough money to fund our American troops. How embarrassing and treasonous is that? Mr. Roland Martin, I would love to debate you on this. I would love to talk to you about this. All right, the guy that you had on your show, he made good points, but he seemed a little afraid of you. He seemed like he couldn't get his points delivered because of how you tried to pressure, pressure, pressure the person into thinking that the Democrats are right when they're not. All right. And don't get me started on the interview that he had with uh, King Randall. And King Randall, special shout out to King Randall. King Randall, he brought the facts, he brought the receipts. This young man is very knowledgeable. Roland tried to pull one on him, but King Randall wasn't having it. But I'm going to continue a little bit. Also seen, again, European leaders uh, talk about his uh, leadership. So explain explain that, because uh, obviously uh, international leaders, had a, except for the uh, dictators, uh, they had a totally different view uh, of the foreign policy of the United States under Trump and Biden. Well, fundamentally, they both come from a different perspective. When you look at somebody like um, Donald Trump, he's America first. Good point by the um, Black Lives Matter local leader who is endorsing Trump. All right, where Trump puts America first. And Roland Martin says Joe Biden is well respected by the European leaders. That tells you that he doesn't put America first. Yeah, that's my son crying. (laughs) Yeah. But that shows you that you're trying to be liked by European leaders, but you know, you wouldn't Put yourself out there in the line to protect America. That's not leadership. Let's continue on. Make America great again. Joe Biden is a globalist from a globalist camp. How, 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 is, Trump make, how is Trump America make it great again? When if you look at Donald Trump, even before he got in, uh, he's been doing business. 
all across the country, doing Saudi Arabia, doing China, uh, and all of his deals since they get out of the White House. So how is he a Make America First when that's not how he's operated in his business all of these years? Okay, well, when you look at the persecution that he's facing, 91 felonies, 91. So what? Okay, I can give you some, Mr. Martin. How about him trying to um, put down a shutdown of the American government if the people don't get what they want? All right. How about that? How about in late, was it in late 2020? Where he was exposing the Senate and Congress on why he decided not to sign the stimulus. Because the Senate and the House, they were trying to fund money to other countries. Trump exposed the hell out of people. But hey, let's continue on. I said, I, I well, you call it persecution, which means that he's being targeted. How is he being persecuted? Well, when Tisha James ran on getting Trump, that was her whole campaign model. We're going to get Trump. Am I, am I wrong? The, the, the judge in New York has already ruled against them that they actually were inflating the value of their property. Okay. Now the trial is going on. No, but you said he's being persecuted. How is he being persecuted? Is he being persecuted in Georgia where... Mr. Martin, have you seen videos of Attorney General having a witch hunt against Trump? She said on CNN, oh no, that's not what I do. I will never do such a thing like that. And there are plenty of videos, even taking pictures of a patron when the patron said, you promised to sue Mr. Trump? And Letitia James says, oh, I'm going to sue the hell out of him. And you had rallies against Donald Trump. You had rallies against him. Whether you like him or not, you got to play fair. And these people on both parties are not fair at all. Especially when it comes to looking out for the American people. Let's continue. Uh, three of his attorneys, they actually have already pled guilty in that particular case uh, for their role uh, in the 2020 presidential election in Georgia? Yes, they did. They pled guilty. Right. So how's he being persecuted? Though? Because they're trying to use them to get him. No, no, no. How is he being persecuted? Did, did he not, did he not, based upon, according to uh, District Attorney Bonnie Willis, that Donald Trump tried to get officials in Georgia uh, to, frankly, change the... Funny... Willis has been under investigation. She's under investigation right now on the Trump investigation. She's even being questioned. So what are you talking about, Mr. Martin? Results of the election. Look, I could get you to jump off a bridge or to try to jump off a bridge. And if you jump off a bridge, am I responsible? Okay, you do know he's on tape calling the Secretary of State saying, find me 11,000 votes. He tried to pressure the governor, the Secretary of State, the head of the elections. So that's just one particular case as well. In the documents case, they, they asked him to return the documents. He refused to do so. He lied to his own attorneys about that. He told one of his employees, who is now flipped, do not, do not move those documents. So I'm trying to understand, you call say he's being persecuted, if an individual committed acts, that's on them. So how is he being persecuted? Because they're trying to use them to get him. No, 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 no not them. <laughs> I'm asking you again. If the federal government, if, the, if they say these are classified documents, you are to return them. He... All right, enough of it. Honestly, I thought the local Black Lives Matter leader who endorsed Trump I didn't think he came prepared to counteract against Roland Martin. He made some great points, but he didn't come prepared like King Randall did. 
just my opinion. But Roland Martin, his information is trash. All right. I kind of wish he would have threw out there about the Ukraine, about the amount of money being put out there to the Ukrainians to secure their military, to aid people who are struggling in the Ukraine. Hell, Hampton University gave free scholarships to the Ukrainians. For school, did y'all know that? My alma mater giving out free scholarships a while back to the Ukrainians. Even if it was a semester or two. So William Harvey and that administration ought to be held accountable too. Alright. We have talented black men, women, and others that are from urban areas getting straight A's that earned that opportunity for a scholarship but you decide to give it to somebody in the Ukraine because of the war against Russia and because Biden told you to do it and see this is why black men have had enough with the left This is why I had it with the left. I never liked it, the Democratic Party anyways. Hell, I never liked neither party, to be be honest. You see, you can't blame black men for either voting for Trump, Democrats, or sitting out the election. And when you lose in 2024... Just remember what y'all didn't do. All right. Well, I'm going to give you guys a final take. I shall return, y'all. back everybody I'm back what do you guys think about um, the podcast tonight okay (laughs) well hey I appreciate you guys giving me your time I really appreciate it I enjoyed this podcast Um, I enjoy all of you all right My takeaways from this podcast is for everybody to open up their minds, open up your hearts, but also look deeply into the origins of the Democratic Party. All right, this isn't the, you know, I'm not out there trying to endorse the far right I'm about the truth no matter who it comes from the truth not only will set you free but the truth is a spirit the truth is spiritual the truth is spiritual in every kind of way But when you have the LGBTQ community getting funded for schools, they get their own bill that if you discriminate against them, even in the workplace, you'll get fired or yet be fined or never work in corporate America again. All right. The LGBTQ, they have their own school. They have their own little planet. 
their own community. That's right. Just like in New York, China has Chinatown. Jamaica has Jamaica up in New York. You even have Russia Town in parts of New York. You have what? Town a town for Puerto Ricans. So yeah, it's it's a strange time we're living in. We are. But after seeing the performance of the Biden administration, it is a major wake-up call, especially for Chicago, who has a history of voting Democrat. Now that they have a migrant issue where Biden has opened the wall, opened the borders to bring illegal immigrants in, places like Chicago, even places like Los Angeles, they're suffering. Urban areas are suffering the worst because now the programs are going to the illegal aliens, not you. You have illegal aliens getting a discount in education. about over 36% of black men defecting to vote for Trump. Still about 88% black women supporting Biden. All right. You have the LGBTQ. Many of them are voting conservative but yet the left is supporting the LGBTQ you say that black women are the backbone of the democratic party hmm what have you given them hell section 8 you giving them positions that some deserve, but some don't deserve. You guys have made black women the bed winch of the nation. Eventually, about every black male will stop voting Democrat and I believe this will be the end of that party Republicans I think it's also going to be an end for them as well alright hell there are many black peoples in big cities in California. It's like, where's our reparations? You promise us reparations. You promise us um, to eliminate student loan debt. Where is it? Hmm. Even though I have a, I wouldn't say a different opinion about reparations. But I'll put it to you like this. If there should be reparations, I believe it should be reparations for COVID. 
I don't have a problem with reparations for our people. But but if that's going to be the case, it should be for COVID. That's right. I think all people, no matter what race, color, or creed, was affected by COVID. Their families or themselves who lived through it are those who have been fired from their jobs because they refuse to take the vaccine they should be that employee should be compensated that's right it's been an interesting podcast it's been something that I've wanted to get out of my chest more and more people are waking up and that's what you have to do yearning learning is what we do this is Raymond Sunra Ricks II thank you so much for this wonderful wonderful podcast thank you for your love and support until next time everybody y'all be blessed y'all stay safe I'm out